Okay. Okay. Let me get my shirt right. Let me get it. Let me get. Let me get my shirt right. It's been a very long time since I sat on the couch and talked to y'all. But it's the kid, the same kid from last year, the same kid from the year before that. You know I did. I did what I do, but never did a damn bit. I ain't saying I'm scared, I just ain't going in there. You niggas who keep going back, what you going for? Must got a boyfriend or there's something we don't really know. It's the Jay Sutton Show, I'm right back, y'all. Got on brown pants, I don't work at UPS, y'all. But I am the J-A-Y and I am the greatest thing in the- I Oh, hold up. My bad, my bad. I got a little bit too hype. I heard the beat and made me rap, double time. But I ain't twisted just like that. You got me twisted, like a pair of damn clocks. All right, I gotta stop. No, I really, really gotta stop. I was outside and I walked past this UPS truck. Nigga here nodded me and said, what's up? He must think that I work there. He ain't see my kicks. Nigga ain't nobody at UPS wearing nothing like this. Now you know goddamn well I'm getting real hot in here. I turned the heat off in the stew, but I'm still up in here. Cool off. I got my good watch on. I'm looking at the time. Yup, it's time to talk to y'all. Uh. I woke up this morning and I just felt like talking to the people. I wish I was next to the uh, to the road and I would give a round of applause for myself. But you are tuned into the greatest show there is. It's the Jay Sutton Show. Uh, no Bruce and Boom, no Lukey. It's just me. It's been about two to three weeks since I have spoken to you guys and I have missed you. Not so much so that I will come in here and record anything. Um, there has been a few times that I came in here to record, but... It just wasn't in my spirit to release it. And why am I sweating so hard? Was that freestyle that hot? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I got my good sneakers on. I got my brown khakis on. I might as well touch on the brown khakis. Uh, if, uh, I guess I did intro the song, um, intro the show. Let me slow down, breathe. Me and my daughter do that. When, she, when she's moving too fast, I tell her, stop, baby. Breathe. Yeah, speaking of my baby, I'll touch I'll touch on her today. I guess I might as well give you a little little background of the things that I'm gonna speak on since I've been gone so long. I will touch on my life and things that have been going on with me. Uh I'll get you all caught up in that. Uh of course we have to touch on the new news breaking where America's couple is no longer a couple. Uh Damsis, uh the actor and uh Lori Harvey, the the harlot. Is it uh, the heart is her name should be Lori Harvitt. Like, like she's just, oh, man, little, oh, man. But we'll we'll touch on that. Um, I guess I'll touch on old news. Uh, former NBA player Joe Smith was in the news. Apparently, he found out his wife had an OnlyFans page and she was making more than his NBA stipend for being a retiree. So he had a problem with that. You know, men. Hate to relinquish the man title. Uh, what else is going on? California passed a new law. Uh, we'll touch on that where uh, they have a separate alert for, for black babies, for black girls or black kids that are missing called the, you guessed it, the Ebony Alert. Uh, not to be confused with the Amber Alert. Uh, we'll touch on that as well. Uh, also touching on things that happened in my life, I'll get into the car accident that I experienced. I know you you're like, damn, Jay, you had a car accident. You ain't post no pictures about it. Nobody even knew you got in a car accident. What type of, yeah, that's the type of guy I am. It's none of your goddamn business and I don't need your fake ass. Oh, Jay, are you okay? 
is your is your car okay? Yes, my car is okay. I had A1 insurance, but I guess I'll talk about the person who hit me. Now, all of a sudden, they're ducking the law and the insurance company, so I won't be getting reimbursed my money so far. So uh, we'll touch on that as well. Uh, old news, Diddy's Love album. Because I know you're seeing that I'm sitting here by myself, and uh, things have been changing in my life, and my schedule has changed up. So, And also, the guys have lives have has changed and people have things going on and I want to be able to do the podcast earl, earlier. So most times that will call for me doing the show by myself because the guys work during the day. Um, and at nighttime, I'm normally at a comedy club, at a comedy show performing or just hanging because that's where all the biscuits get buttered at with the, uh, networking and everything that goes along with uh, comedy. And I don't want to not do the podcast because this is actually a verbal exercise for me. And I enjoy being able to do this and work on my, uh, my speaking and being able to articulate myself in any manner and any time, whether that be with the police, a job interview, a manager, uh, agent, a booking agent. These are things that I want people to come to me with, like a booking agent and a manager. Uh, if you're looking for a talented, most talented, uh, self-driven uh, entertainer, uh, I like to describe myself as an experience. I am I am not uh, an online experience. I am a feel-my-energy experience, like Erica Badu type of I, I probably should have had somebody better than Erica, but uh, D'Angelo, I'll go with D'Angelo to keep it into the, to the male form. I guess I could put my foot down now. You know, this foot will be popping up here and there just because you can't see my sneakers on camera. Uh, so I'll talk, I'll talk about the uh, Diddy and the Love album. Uh, Saucy Santana. I'll try to talk on uh, gay business uh, who threatened DJ Academics who uh, backed down. Pause, no homo, no uh, pun intended. Back down from Saucy Santana's uh, beef. Uh, probably was a sweet beef. Uh, more more so of a uh, savory uh, pepper steak and rice. I don't know where that goes from. Uh, Northwest, we'll talk about Northwest. Uh, we'll talk about, oh, I could say this now. Rest in peace to Bobby Knight. Uh, died at 83 years old, the uh, coach, NCAA coach, college coach of the Indiana Hoosiers. And later, I believe he coached Texas Tech after he was ran out of Indiana. I, don't don't quote me on that. I know he was forced out of Indiana because uh, his physical altercation with his students and uh, athletes of the team, uh, it became a bit much, you know, as the years went on now, back in the seventies and the eighties, when, when, uh, Isaiah Thomas and, uh, greats of that, like, uh, Calber Chaney uh, was running, roaming the halls. Nobody really cared about a uh, white man putting his hands on black people. You know, I digress. Uh, so it was, it wasn't looked upon like that, but once you know, we get into the 2000 and these kids are a little bit, uh, for lack of a better word, softer, uh, and their parents, uh, a bit more softer, uh, had a problem with that. His last, his last choking was was the last one. 
So, but I said all that to say rest in peace to Bobby Knight, who was a great, great coach. Uh, he actually is credited for being the first, the first to recognize Michael Jordan's greatness. Yes, Bobby Knight was quoted uh, is 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 he's he's remembered for being the first to recognize Michael Jordan's uh, greatness. I'll tell you a quick story that I just watched the other day. I should have put my uh, my Chicago Bears thing down here. This is a live show, but eh, forget it. It doesn't matter. You can't see the floor anyway. What am I talking about? Uh, speaking about Bobby Knight and Michael Jordan. Now, uh, Bobby Knight coached Michael Jordan, I believe, in one of the Olympics. Uh, 84 maybe was the year that it was. If not, then, you know, there's Google, but he coached him. And it's rumored that he was in a conversation with the Portland Trailblazers, who at the time owned the first pick. They had already had uh, Clyde Drexler playing the two guard. Great two guard in his own right. He's Clyde, you know. Uh, so the the I think the president or the GM, somebody from the upper upper uh, upper management of the Trailblazers called up Bobby Knight and you know they have a good relationship. So he goes on to ask Bobby Knight. He's like, Bobby, uh, who do I draft? Who do I take in this in this in this draft? And Bobby Knight says, uh, Michael Jordan. And the guy that he's talking about that he's talking to says, well, we already have Clyde Drexler and, and we need a center. And in true Bobby Knight fashion, Bobby Knight talks to talks to the uh, phone and he says to the guy, well, play Michael Jordan at center. Like he's, he's that great. Like, and then he went on to take Sam Bowie, uh, which was not a good idea because Sam Bowie didn't drink a lot of milk as a kid. So his bones were, a little frailer than Michael Jordan, who actually had uh, milk poured. Like, see, most people don't know this. Michael Jordan didn't have blood running through his veins. He had whole milk running through his veins. So Michael Jordan rarely got injured, except for maybe his first year he messed up his foot. I think uh, moms uh, tried to slow up the, the process and gave him skim milk because it you know, whole milk does does a little bit to the to the bottom to the bottom, and if you have if you have any experience with whole milk, then you know your bottom's going to be a little it's going to be a little moist. It's going to be a little moist to say the least if you uh, keep on drinking it. But I digress. I digress. Uh, this is all about Bobby Knight and his recognizing of Michael Jordan being a goat. Uh, Michael uh, Bobby Knight. Yeah, every time they they talked about Bobby Knight. After his passing on ESPN, all they kept showing was him throwing cheers and choking students and, and, and punching punching staff. And I'm just thinking, like, this guy should have been a wrestler. Like, are we sure Bobby Knight wasn't a wrestler? He, he could have been Rey Mysterio for all we fucking knew. Like, all of this time, he was a fucking wrestler, and nobody ever gave him the credit for it. Um, If you're, if you're watching this, I have on Brown Dickies. I touched on this on the, uh, on the freestyle. But I have on brown dickies, and I was walking to my car, and every time a UPS truck rolled past, they beeped the horn at me, you know, as if I worked with them. And I'm thinking, like, I don't work with you guys, so a, a man can't wear brown uh, dickies apparently without them thinking that you work for UPS. I guess that's the thing with the UPS people when they see somebody in brown, 
they beep the horn, similar to uh, to people who ride Harley Davidsons. When they see a, another person riding another Harley Davidson, they do the little cool, little wave down down bottom with their finger. Like it's not up, it's down. Like and it's just like a nod. And that for people who don't relate to that reference, I reference uh, men with dreads, guys with dreads, and women with dreads. It's a it's an understanding between them. And you know, dark skinned people have a, a certain understanding. The only people who got a problem is light skinned people. That's the only people who have a problem and don't have an understanding of each other because they're trying to out-cute each other for some reason. I'm talking as if I'm not a light-skinned guy, but anybody who knows me knows that I am not light-skinned. I am actually dark-skinned trapped inside of this light-skinned body. And it is for that reason that I identify as brown skin. I mean, everybody has a way of identifying. You know, you know, it's an it's a identifiable world out here. So if people can identify as a male or a female, then I can identify as a brown-skinned black man. Sort of like Huey Newton, who was a a light-skinned brother and was respected, well-respected in the streets of the brown-skinned men. Um, I said that I'll talk about Lori Harvey. I will talk about Lori Harvey and Damsis. I I, I I be murdering that boy's poor name, but he's not with Laurie anymore. Why do I owe him the respect of getting his name correctly? Um, my life, my life has been a bit. My life has been. It's been okay. It's been up and down. It's a roller coaster. Some days it's, some days it's 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 better than others. Some days I lack motivation. Uh, other days I am very motivated. Like today. I was very motivated to get up and talk to you guys. I actually put on some good clean clothes. I've been wearing a uh I've been wearing uh sweatpants a lot. You know, in 2021 I think it was, I was all sweatpants. So half of my damn wardrobe was sweatpants. So now I'm on my uh not wearing too many jeans. I don't I don't like jeans. I'm not really a fan of the jean anymore. Like the jean is it's very uncomfortable in the crotch area. When you sit down, it doesn't it doesn't move as like khakis and, and slacks and, and cargo pants. I love I love some cargo pants now. And now I'm in my I'm in my, I'm back in my little my baggy phase where it's not not too baggy. It's it's just loose. I want to call it loose maybe. I don't know. Regular fit. Regular fit pants are my shit now. I just like the way that they I like the way they lay on my sneakers. I also like the way it doesn't bunch up my ball area. For anybody who's audio listening. This is me grabbing my balls as if I'm, you know, acting like I'm grabbing my balls. Right now I got on my I got on my slim fit dickies. They they not too tight around, you know, it's loose around here. That's why I don't really like the jeans anymore. I'm not really a jean guy. You know, and jeans jeans bleed. They bleed blue. And now you got blue blue all on your drawers and blue on your butt and blue on your car seats and it's just blue all over the place. You know, and that's not a good thing. Um so if you see me, you know, I'm normally in a pair, I'm in some I'm in some I'm in some cottons now. That's my shit. I don't know. Jeans is just, I'm, I still wear the jeans. I, I got jeans on my sneakers now, right now. You know, That's the thing. When you have jean sneakers on, this is, this is for fashion, fashion tips for people who actually follow me for fashion. <laughs> um, if your jean, if you, if you, if, if you have jean sneakers as like, like these beautiful concept, Nike Air Max one collabs, you know, I know this is a dope ass show. But you see, this is gene, a lot of gene on this. So you can't put gene on gene. You need to break that up. Don't be now. If I would have had the jean jacket on, it was cool. 
but don't put jean on jean. If you got jeans on your pants, don't put jeans on your on your feet. If you got jeans on your feet, don't put jeans on your pants. It's just too much. Like you got on one piece. Like you just stepped into the shit. Like the old pajamas, the pajamas with the uh, with the feet and the, and the slippery bottom and shit. And you know we don't we don't lost a lot of gangsters in the in the kitchens slipping on the floor because they had on the, the footies. You know, um, my life my life has been pretty cool. I got in a car accident a couple of weeks ago. I know you're like, oh, Jay, what happened? You didn't even tell us. That's because I know you people don't really give a goddamn about my problems. Like, I could have I posted on Facebook, oh, man, I just got in a car accident outside of the, outside of the casino leaving the boxing match. It was a good boxing match, but then I lost the fight to another car who wasn't paying attention. Uh, comes in trying to change lanes on me and bow hits my car. And anybody who knows me, I treat my car like I treat my sneakers. I treat my sneakers like I treat my car. I like my shit clean. So when she hit me, I automatically thought, oh my God, I got to get this fixed. I like, I, I feel like I got on dirty sneakers, but let me tell you about the accident. So it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a Muslim, uh, lady. She was actually leaving from the boxing match as well. And I don't like to get involved with the police. So she did her little boom, hits me. We pull over, I get out pissed, she gets out. I'm not really pissed, you know, because for some reason, when I'm in those type of situations where you're supposed to be, like, you're supposed to be angry and, and, and like, your blood is supposed to be boiling, somehow I, I manage to keep a level head. Like, when somebody's, like, yelling and screaming or, and, and wants to fight, somehow I can just sit there and just be still. Now, I don't know if I'm scared or not, but I know I'm still. So we'll use a different S word. Still and scared is, you know, it's a, it's a difference. So still is like, oh, no, I'm waiting to see what the next move is. Scared is like, oh, no, I'm scared. It's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm just trying to see what's going on. I'm trying to trying to measure measure the situation. Um, so, you know, she she hits me, hits the front. It wasn't a lot of bad damage. It just was the front of my front of my uh, fender and the side of my door. Uh, I also hit the right side. So my rim got messed up. And I needed tires anyway, so good thing I did get in the accident because she hit me to the point where they had to replace the tire, so that saves me $100, I guess. Um, so, you know, we get out the car, and she tried to give me, she tried to do what I do to people and give them, like, the death stare. Like, I'm, 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 I'm well-versed in the stare. Like, if I look somebody dead in their eyes, a little intimidation, a little intimidation. I could feel the intimidation. It's like, oh, he means business. In most cases, I don't. Uh, but... She tried it. She like, she like, you didn't see me. Then I'm like, no, you didn't see me. I was already in the lane. She like, she looking at her. I'm no, I'm like, I was in the lane, and I was beeping at you. Yeah, you beeped after. I'm like, no, I beeped well before you hit me. Like well before you hit me. I was beeping while you were actually hitting me. And lucky for me, she had two people in the car with her. And one of the young ladies was like, oh no, I heard him beeping. I'm like, see, yeah, yeah, even even she she. That's a good Muslim sister. Like now, now, I know Allah is proud of her. Now Allah, Allah is going to bless her because he, because she, she took it upon herself to 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 speak the gospel to her sister. So so uh, shout out to Allah for being in the car at that time. Uh, so after her girlfriend blew up her spot and was like, I know she was like, bitch, what the fuck is you, the bitch? You on whose side is you on? But you know I'm a handsome young guy, you know, and I, I you know, I, I know how to speak to people. So everybody is at ease, you know. We're, we're both we're both level headed. So she like, do you want to call the cops? 
Now I should I should be more receptive to calling the police because I'll I'll let you know why I should be more receptive to calling the police because the shit came back and bit me in the ass. So I'm like, nah, nah, it's cool. She like, she's like, do you want to go through that? Or you want to go through insurance? Because you know I don't I don't need to. We don't. And then she started running down her resume because you know I, I I don't have to. I got a job. You know I'm a nurse. I got my own business. I'm like, well, excuse the fuck out of me, Queen Sheba. But yes, I'm going to need something. Because you can either pay out your pocket or we can get the the insurance. Now, now I ain't this damn cloudy in here. I said, listen, we can do whatever you want to do. But I do need your insurance information. And I need your phone number. And we can go about it like that. We don't have to call no police. Now, why don't I ever call the police? Because I don't, like, that, that, I don't, I just don't, I don't, bang. it wasn't that bad. I'm like, fuck it. And she was taking, she was taking responsibility for it. So I thought. So we go through that, you know, we end the night. She drives off. I'm pissed now. I'm in the car pissed. Like, I'm pissed because I just let this girl get away with it. Like, she could have just changed her number on me, and it would have just been done there. But me being a dummy, and then she was a beautiful young lady. You know, she was a beautiful sister. Um, so, you know, that happens. Then the next day I call her. She she's, she answers the phone. We talking. We having a good conversation. I told her that her nails was pretty because – when she took the picture, when I took the picture, her nails was in the picture of her, uh, her insurance card. So I had to tell her, yeah, I need another, I need a clearer picture of your insurance. She sent it over to me. And then that's when I was like, yo, you know what? I meant to tell you, you got some pretty, 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 uh, pretty nails. Your, your nails was pretty, you know, I think she must've known that I'm not like, I'm not a, I'm not a brother. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not that, I'm not that you know, type of guy. So she was like, you know, she just ignored it and just went over her head or whatever. So, you know, I called my insurance, you know, call her insurance, did all of that. Now she's taking responsibility for it all of this time. So I, you know, I take my car to go, go get fixed. Cause I can't drive around with no bum ass car. So they gave me a, they gave me a truck. I'll talk about the truck as well. So for some reason I, I drive what I drive, which is a car. And they decided to give me a pickup truck. Now, do I look like a pickup truck, nigga? I'm not no pickup truck, nigga. This was the most uncomfortable driving experience I've ever had in my life. For the first day. Second day, I just was doing all types of truck shit. I'm calling people up, asking if they need to move anything, you know, riding up on curbs and shit, that, like driving through the dirt. I was treating that, treating that rental car as if it was a stoli. Um, So, yeah, I took my car immediately as soon as they could get me in there because I can't, I can't drive around with no car that got dents and scratches and all of those things. And that's just not my style. I'm you know, I like, I'm not, I just told y'all earlier, I'm, I, I ain't light skin, but I got light skin. Like it's some tendencies that you just can't, you can't escape and, and looking good and looking clean and having a clean car is one of those things. I don't play about, I don't pay, I don't play about my appearance unless it's a bad week and I didn't get in the barber shop. And then that's when I tell people, oh no, you know, I'm on my scruffy shit. So this is the look I'm, I'm going for the scruffy look. Um, so yeah, we, we get all that handed. I get the, I get the, the truck and now the rental car and I'll tell you about the rental car. Also, I'm going to tell you about the, the insurance situation. You know, I get the, I get the rental car. Okay. How do I do? Uh, my car has automatic start. Okay. My car is also keyless entry. So, you know, what type time I'm on right now because they gave me a pickup truck. Now, this pickup truck had a key, and you know, a key, like, key don't fold in or don't do nothing, don't have no button for the key to pop out. Now, the key's just out. 
So, you know, you can you can kill somebody with these keys these days. You know, the key that I got, I could put it in my pocket. I ain't got to worry about poking myself in my thigh. This key was a big old key. It was like, this shit was like, looked like it it could open up a, 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 a warehouse shed or something. So, you know, forget it. But it was, it was cold these uh, couple days that I had this uh, rental truck. So, I forgot. When it's cold outside, you got to get up. I mean, you you got to start your car so it can warm up a little bit. How do you motherfuckers who got to go outside physically and start your car up? How do you do it? I don't like I felt like I felt like a peasant. I felt like a a peasant waking up early enough to go outside and turn a key. You know, I'm outside with my robe on. I got to, you know, I'm I'm holding it in, I'm holding it in the middle, you know, cuz I need my chest. I need my neck covered. That's one thing about me. If my neck ain't covered, I'm going to get sick in, in, in six hours. Um. Also, it didn't have an automatic window, like, to go up. Like, no, nah, all right, all four windows ain't got to be automatic. Two of them do got to be automatic. But this one only had one, and it only automatically went down. Like, so anybody who drives, uh, um, I don't know, I don't know what year it was, but it was a Toyota... Tundra? I want to say Tundra, but it, it may have been a Tundra. I don't think it was a Tundra. It was something. It was terrible. It was a terrible three-day experience. That's all I can tell you. You niggas who got to get up and go outside and start your car up with your with your hand and turn the key and your key don't fold. Ugh. Ugh. Some things I just can't, I can't live with. I, I can't go back to, mm-mm. So the minute they was done with my car, I was, and they say, oh, we done all, oh, I was ecstatic. I was ecstatic, but I was a little, I was a little, taken aback because I had just got used to the uh the pickup truck and it was a red pickup truck now it, it it happened at the right time because uh it was Halloween it was around Halloween and my daughter was she was she was she was she just wanted daddy to be Mario now when I dressed up as Mario she acted like she didn't even know that I was Mario or that she asked me and told me I had to be Mario or whatever. Uh, but I'll stay on this. I'll get into my daughter because I have I got a lot of stuff to talk about with my daughter. Um, Yeah, so I had that pickup truck. Luckily, I have my car back. She looks good as new. She's beautiful. Um, and I've never been happier to have my own car because I don't have to go outside and start my car with a key. You guys, you niggas who got to start your car with a key, nigga. You, motherfucker. You, you still in the Stone Age. You damn near... Uh, you damn near moving your car with your feet. That's some Flintstone shit. That is some Flintstone shit. Starting your car up physically, with with the manually. Oh my god, manually, physically. How the fuck you do it, nigga? If you gotta go outside in the morning and start your car up, <laughs> nigga, you kill yourself. Um, insurance. So get my car back. Got my car back. Call up insurance. Yo, what's up? What's up? Yo, y'all gonna reimburse me on this five hundred dollar deductible? You know, because I had to pay $500 in order to get, you know, that, that was the deductible. You know, all of this time, babe, taking taking responsibility, her insurance is taking responsibility. Cool. So I'm thinking, I'm under the impression, all right, fuck it, I'll give out this little punk-ass $500. I'm going to get this $500 back in about a day or two. You know, you don't have no problem giving out $500 when you think you're going to get the $500 back. But when you don't get the $500 back, you're like, God damn, I need that $500 back. Shit. So, you know, I'll get my car back. Then I'll call up insurance. I'm like, yo, what's up? Five hundred dollars. Oh yeah. Oh well, we're we're waiting to hear from uh, the other parties' uh, insurance, and once we get that information from them and they take responsibility, then we'll 
We'll issue you your, your $500 deductible back. Oh, cool, reimbursement. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. <sighs> Caught me back yesterday. Lucky for them, I was asleep. So they had to leave a message on my phone. It wasn't no news that I wanted to hear in the first goddamn place because it had nothing to do with getting my $500 back. Now, apparently, baby girl, my, my, my trusty, trusty Muslim sister decided that she wants to commit haram and not take responsibility. Now she done went she done went off the reservation for her insurance. Her insurance can't contact her. So they not taking responsibility. So now my insurance is talking about they gonna call her and da 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 at this point I'm just like, you know what? I done lost five hundred dollars. I just made five hundred dollars. I'm never gonna see that five hundred dollars again. So it is what it is. I ain't nothing I can do about it. You know, but my car looks good. You know, I'm five hundred dollars in, in the hole. Lucky for me, I'm waiting for my money to come back because I bought, I ordered two coats. This is the best. I like just I like just being able to free all of my thoughts with you guys. Uh, ordered two coats and they came back huge, so I had to send those back and reorder them before they weren't on sale anymore. Did that successful? Uh, one the second coat that I ordered, uh, I ordered it, and then the day after it went on sale for forty dollars cheaper. This is when I knew I was old and I was getting experienced in this game. I went on a website and seen that it was $40 cheap. Oh, no. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, yeah. Uh, I ordered this coat yesterday, and uh, I see online that it's $40 cheaper now. Uh, is there any way you guys can, you know, send me my $40 back? Because I just lost $500, and I'm trying to make up for that. Now, $460 ain't a bad flip. You know, I, I, if, I could get, if I could get 50 or, or 40 of that back, I am cool with it. I am cool with it. So I'll take your little 460. I will take that. And that shit. Oh my God, I want that $500 back. But I digress. Uh, got, got my $40 reimbursement. Love being old. This shit is like, it's so good. Because when I was young, I probably wouldn't have never went back and checked. And something told me. Something told me when I reordered it, because I wanted to hurry up and order it before it went off sale. But something told me. This shit going to go on sale again, and it's going to be even cheaper. But I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm impulsive. I'm an impulsive shopper. When it's, in my, when, it's, when it's in me to shop, I'm going to shop, especially when I'm not in a good mood or I'm, you know, down. And I don't like using the word depressed, but I guess it's, it's sort of a depression. Uh, I shop. That's, that's how I do it. Now, I'm going to spend some money. It ain't going to be a lot of money. Nowadays, I, now I shop and I, I, I buy Nori something just so I can not feel guilty about anything. So when I buy her something, I buy me something. When I buy me something, I buy her something. Not all the time. Shit, she ain't got no goddamn job. But that's, that's, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about me right now. This is all about me. Um, so baby girl hasn't taken responsibility, lost my $500, waiting for three, uh, waiting for 400 and. $70, no, three, yeah, four, about 450 to come back because I ordered those two coats again, uh, three, three, yeah, about four, four, $500, shit, about $500, $400 coming back to me, so that weighs out, and shout out to my, my, my side gig that uh, pays me weekly, oh man, it ain't nothing like getting paid weekly, you get paid weekly, that shit is like selling drugs, just like selling weed back in the day. It's like it's nothing like just money just coming in every Friday. I'm gonna get me another check on top of my my check check that come every other week, and then my you know my comedy checks, and then my you know yeah I you know 
Hey, man, you got to have a few hustles. Also, man, hey, holla at me. The Jay Sutton Show hoodies. I got your back. Why don't you have one? You should. Shameless plug. Uh, another, i catch you up on my daughter. I had a moment with my daughter. Um, now, Nori J, the love of my life, the, the, the apple of my eye, uh, she was having a hard time. Now, Nori has been like a, a class, uh, I guess, we, we don't, for lack of a better word, teacher's pet. Because she's cute, she has a she has a, a a budding personality. My daughter's personality is just beautiful. Uh, as you can see, I light up every time I talk about her. Uh, also, my daughter is she's coming for my title. She's a freestyler. My daughter makes up her own songs, sings them, raps them. They got hooks. I'm like, baby, you mind? It's not only that you look just like daddy, but you do have you you have some you have some of my personality in there along with your mother's because I see your mom in there I I see your mom in there like you it's 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 I see it I see it but I'll take the credit for my side you know we can talk about that side when I when I get some time to talk about it but my baby they have picture day and in order to uh, let the parents know that they were having picture day they sent home pamphlets with the uh, prices and everything and Nori was she was hyped. She was hyped. She seen her two friends on the cover. I think Miriam, Miriam and Noah was on the front cover this time. Now, Nori's used to being like up front and, and being, you know, when they do videos. Shout out to the Enrichment Academy as well. Uh, Enrichment Academy does a, a wonderful job with children. If you have any children who are, I think they do uh, pre-K through, I don't know, whatever it is, uh, Send them to Enrichment Academy because my baby is, like, smart as a whip. And I know me and her mom are very, very smart, and we we take our time with her. But Enrichment Academy is teaching her things that makes me want to keep my baby home because she is too smart. She is too smart. Now, that's bad when your baby is too smart. You're like, you know what, Enrichment Academy, you need to slow down on your curriculum. All right, I digress. Uh, and Nori has a great con- uh, a great relationship with the school. So, you know, on the website or on the Instagram, Nori's always – She's she's leading the pack. She's leading the group. She's she's uh she's singing. She's dancing. She's running. She she's just a beautiful beautiful uh child. But my baby has been under the weather lately, and I don't know why. I guess she got used to being her. Like my baby knows she's her everywhere she go. Oh, she's so cute, and she's two years old, but she understands. Like oh, I can milk this. People think I am cute. They pay attention to me. She's so fucking smart. Oh my god. Um, so she's used to that attention from the school. Now, this time the school chose, uh, other students to put on the pamphlet to, you know, promote the picture day. Uh, so Nori's, she comes out, got to give me the pamphlet and daddy. All right, cool. I get in the car. She's like, give me the pamphlet. Give me the pamphlet. All right, baby, my bad. Turn around, give her the pamphlet. I'm driving. And I could hear, I like, I heard her. She do this like little whimper when she's like in a, like, I don't want to say whimper, but. It's like a, it's like a sigh. It's like a girly. It's like one of those type of joints. So I'm like, oh, you know, daddy, daddy radar went off. Baby, what's wrong? What's wrong, baby? She's looking at the paper. She's like, I ain't in the paper. I'm like, what's what? I ain't in. She oh, she turned it. She because she she turned the page to see if she was on it before she lost her mind. Uh, to my baby credit, she before she lost her mind, she turned that page to be like, hold up. So she didn't see herself. So she's crying. I want to be on the paper. I want to be on the paper, Daddy. No, no, put me on the paper. I said, baby, 
It's, it wasn't your turn, okay? What I want to be the paper. She is pissed. I'm, now I'm feeling sorry. I'm like, that damn school, that damn school and got my babies, uh, they done got her, like, they done got her used to something. They done got my baby all used to being, being a, a, the class pet and, and the teacher's pet and, and being, being, a, being the face of the school that now that she's not the face of the school, she feels some type of way. And I, and I, and I know my baby's feeling, but I had to, I had to, I had to understand. I had to sit back. I'm like, yo. Now, part of me was thinking, all right, me and her mom, when her, me and her mom was talking about it, I'm like, I'm like, D, baby girl was not feeling that. And then her mom was like, well, they probably ain't used the pictures because of the pictures that they took of her last year. And that, I'm like, oh, yeah, they did take terrible pictures of my baby last year, but my baby ain't the most photogenic. She, like, we, me, her, and her mom, we are not the most photogenic people. Now we some candid motherfuckers. Now you get us in a candid moment, or we are we are a one. But if I got a pose, I look like shit. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. So my baby's upset. So I'm like, baby, stop crying, stop crying. I'm driving. I'm like, wait till we get to the house, and I'll talk to you. She's. I don't wanna be in the papers yet. I don't wanna pay for I don't wanna All right, baby. All right, baby. I pull over right now. You know, we can go back to the school. I blow that motherfucker up. That's a joke. It's a joke. Um, so I get her home and, and this is, this is my one-on-one. It's just me and her, just me and her. Now I like talking to my daughter at night, like one-on-one, like at night it, she don't want to, she, she wants to look at the iPad or she wants to look at the TV and I like for her to go to sleep. So I turn that damn TV off and this is my time to, to bond with her and talk to her about her day. Now I want to make this a ritual for the rest of our entire lives, I want to sit down and talk to my daughter every night. I want to be that parent. and I want to be that guy. So I turn the TV off. I'm like, baby, what's up? How was your day? Talk to me. Talk to the kid. And we get, we normally get into a talk. So this time I had to really be serious with her. I had to sit back and, and I have this thing where I talk to my daughter and I, because I, Nori, Nori doesn't really like, she don't really like to pay attention. She want to do what she want to do. So when I really want to make a point, I tell her specifically, like, baby, look at me. No, baby, look at me. I lift her head up and I look, look me in my eyes, baby. Look in my eyes. She look at me for a second. I start talking. She put her head. No, baby. Look, look up. Come on. Come on. Look at me. This is really a point. So this is my time to be a true parent. So I tells my daughter, I'm like, baby, listen, you got to understand. It just wasn't your turn this time. Like it wasn't your turn to be on in the pamphlet this time. It's okay. Sometimes you're not going to always be the person that they pick. It's, it's fine. You're a Sutton. You'll have to deal with it. You know, everybody don't like Suttons. Everybody don't call us to beat. Not, you know, I'm, I done turned it into me, of course. I'm talking to my daughter, trying to help her, and then I'm telling her about my problems, about how I feel like people overlook me. So I'm like, baby, sometimes they just they going to overlook you, and it's not going to be your turn. You know what I'm saying? But it's fine. I don't, that don't change who you are, right? Who are you? Now, I'm giving you the short story, but it's way more to this, but I just want to give you this touching moment. So I'm like, baby, it's okay. That don't change who you are. Just because you ain't on the pamphlet don't mean nothing. It don't change nothing about who you are, baby. You're fine. You're Nori J. Sutton, right? Because she got this thing where she, I'm Nori J. Sutton. You, you call her any, get out of here, but no, I'm Nori J. Sutton. She makes sure you know, I'm Nori J. Sutton. So I'm like, baby, who are you? And she's still sad. She's like, Nori J. Sutton. I said, no, 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 we ain't like that. Look at me, baby. Who are you? Nori J. Sutton. I said, now say it like you mean it. She said, Nori J. I said, now say it like you mean it. Nori J. Sutton. And she repeated me. Nori J. Sutton. So I'm hyped. And, you know, I'm like, right, cool. <laughs> Two seconds later, she grabbed that pamphlet. I don't want to be in a pamphlet, Dad. I don't want to. I said, baby, 
Listen, who are you? Uh 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 uh. Who are you? Because that don't mean like that don't change who you are just because you ain't in the pamphlet, baby. You are who you are before you got here, right? So who are you? Nori J. Sasser. I said, now say it like you mean it. Nori J. Nori J. Sasser. Oh, that's my baby. We was cool. For another five minutes, her mom came in and she seen that pamphlet again. It was like, mommy, yo. Then we got off of that. So that was my heartfelt moment with my baby. A lot of you are waiting for me to talk about Lori Harvey and Damis Idris. Idris, Dam- what, what, is, what is his name? What is the kid's name? It's Damson. Why do I keep, how do I just forget his name? Uh, let's see. Because I want to make sure I got his name. Uh, Damn it. Idris, Idris, Damson. Here we go. Dam- Damson Idris. There we go. Damson, that's fucked up. I, I, I forget the boy's name after he break up with Lori Harvey. Now, we've seen this coming. Lori Harvey is the GOAT. Now, Lori Harvey is the type of girl who breaks up with you and says, it's not you, it's me. It's me. The things like, Damson, oh, you you poor Brit. You know, came over here and you got your heart broken by, by an American gal. And it's okay because you Damson and, and the ladies love you and, you know, you Franklin at the end of the day. Uh, but the things... Lori Harvey, man, she moves on like a guy. Like she, she really, she, she has the, she has, she's figured it out. Lori Harvey's so good at uh, breaking up, and you know they they released a, a joint statement. Well, released. We're 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 uh. Let me see. I want to make sure I read this because, oh, I, I know it was her PR people who did this. Here, here's the statement, the the joint statement. We are at a point in our lives where our individual paths require. Our full attention and dedication. Here we go. That's my my favorite part. We part ways, remaining friends with nothing but love and respect for each other. And the time we shared together. Ooh, ain't nothing like the time we shared together. That's when you know some shit. Like, oh no, nah, it's it's over. But we we enjoyed we 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 enjoyed our time together. This is all her. This is this is her. Damson, you know, I enjoyed our time together, you know, you know, brought, you know. It's good times, you know. You was there for me after I, you know, after I broke things off with Malcolm, um, Michael B. Jordan, the second best Michael Jordan in the world, not to be confused with Michael Jordan of the University of Penn. But this, this, our time has come, damn son. Damn son. Damn son. It's over. Damn son. That's how she probably was like, damn son. It's over. That's Lori. Like, she caught, yo, damn son. Pfft. It's over. Lori Harvey, cold. She's a cold. She's a cold one, man. Lori Harvey, the one like that, that they talk about. You better watch her. You better watch her. You know how women talk about guys that, you know, who gets around and who ain't no good. Niggas got to be like that on. Yo, you better watch her, man. She ain't no good. She ain't no good. But is she good? Because Lori Harvey, at this point, Lori Harvey got me thinking she was like the co-writer of Steve Harvey's think like a man and, and, and act like a woman. I think she was like, she was like the brainchild behind this. Like she is good. Like she fucking, she, she is, that's her Bible. Think like a man, act like a woman is her Bible. Damn. Damn son. Damn son. Damn. But I ain't mad at him. Cause I mean, I'm sure he enjoyed his time with her. Could you could, just imagine if the, like, if none of these niggas was knocking her off, like if she just had, like she's like the, oh my god, 
She like Goldie. She is like Goldie. Shout out, you know, shout out to the Mac. And she do look like that nigga. Like she taking that looking like the Mac a little bit too far. Fucking damn son. Damn son. Now, that that be my thing. Like, you know, everybody look at the guys. Like, women do the same thing that men do. Like, I ain't gonna front. I done dealt with a few females. And after we stopped dealing with each other, I see them in pictures and they doing things with, with other guys. And I'm thinking like, damn, was this, damn, son, was this nigga here all of this fucking time? Or, or, or like, am I dumb? And we wonder why it's, 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 it's hard to trust. That's why men and women have trust issues because they see what other human beings are doing. I, I, this shit ain't happened once or twice. Like this shit has happened more than twice, more than three, more than like you dealing with somebody and then, you know, things happen. Y'all stop dealing with each other. And then like two weeks later, this bitch is fucking with somebody else. And you're just like, God damn, was this nigga here all of this fucking time? I digress, you know, handle your relationships how you handle your relationships. But I just know I, I look at you. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? I, and I be wondering why I am the way that I am. Because then when I see some proof in the pudding, I'm like, God damn it, Bill Cosby. You put it right there. Oh, that was a bad reference, but fuck it. You, you, you understand what the hell I'm saying? Damn, son. Damn, son. So, you know, it's, it's so hard to say goodbye. You know, they enjoy their time together. This is Lori Harvey, man. She's a fucking savage, nigga. She is a savage. We thought, we thought Rihanna. Now, they, they're like, they're the same person. And you get, Lori Harvey got them eyes where it's not the crazy eyes. It's the nigga, you going to fall in love with me and I'm going to fall out of like with you way faster. Because Lori Harvey just falls out of love. Or is she even in love? Lori Harvey, oh my God. Lori, give me a chance. Give me, a, all guys are sitting back thinking like, I could be that nigga who changed her. Like, yeah, nigga, shit, I have her doing all the all this shit. Nigga, Lori Harvey will have you fucking washing clothes, niggas, and folding the laundry. That's the type of chick Lori Harvey is. This fucking, this beautiful, beautiful specimen of a woman. You Have you seen her? The face of an angel. The body of an angel. And the mind of a sick fucking person. <laughs> Sick fucking person, man. You're a beautiful, Lori. Shout out to you, damn son. Damn. Oh man. Uh, speaking of uh, promiscuous women and guys who fall for anything, Joe Smith. Joe Smith, former number one pick of the NBA. I think his year was maybe early '90s. I don't want to. Let me see what year Joe Smith. He was the number one pick in the NBA. Joe Smith. Uh, let's see. I want to say '93. Something like Joe Smith, Smith draft year. Joe Smith was a gap too. 1995, I'm sorry, I knew it was something like that. 95, great year as well. 1995, um, Joe Smith, number one pick. Uh, He's been, I ain't seen Joe Smith since Joe Smith retired, Um, but he's been in the news for the past week or so. His wife, who was a, I'm guessing she was an old dancer, stripper, porn star or something because, well, Joe Smith came home to find out that his wife had an OnlyFans page and she's had this OnlyFans page for a very, very long time. 
Now, this is Joe Smith who met this woman the way that he met her uh, with a, a promiscuous past, to say the least. And Joe doesn't like that she has an OnlyFans page. Now, some people may say OnlyFans is not only just for fans who just want to see you naked and see weird, kinky, freaky shit. It's for all types of stuff. But she's she's the she's she was doing the freaky shit, I guess. And Joe didn't like that. I'll play I'll play I'll play it for you. I'll play it for you. This has been a while. I think I like I like this. You guys are gonna get a whole lot of these episodes where I just sit here and come and talk my shit. Um, I say that all the time and then I fall off. But this is seriously because I like I like early being up early and being able to talk and get all of these thoughts out. Here's Joe Smith talking to his wife after he found out she has a OnlyFans page. That's the first question. That's not it. Hold on, let me make sure I find the right one. Hold on. Oh, man. Of course, I didn't save the right one. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Joe Smith. Beautiful lady, you can tell. Now, Joe talking with his back turned, that's when you know you nigga mad. Wait, wait, no, 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 calm, but you're not going to say fuck me, or that's fucked up, it's not fucked up. And this is going on our OnlyFans page. Listen, it's not fucked up, and we're going to, okay, look, so... I have an OnlyFans page, and he's mad because he's just now finding out about it. Of course I'm mad I'm just finding but out about it. I'm not doing it with anybody but myself, so why should I have to tell you my choice, my body, my body, my fucking choice? See, women, women, my body, my choice. <laughs> no, there ain't nothing you can say. Like now, Joe Smith just got to shut. Now, this is Joe Smith. You now you can't do this to somebody who was the number one, and like. This nigga was the number one draft pick. Like, they don't have to, men shouldn't have to deal with this type of shit. When you was the number one pick, LeBron James ain't have to deal with this. No. Savannah would never have an OnlyFans page. Now, granted, Savannah didn't have to strip and do whatever the fuck she was doing to get her buck during them days. Now, let's go to another part of the, uh, this joint. Let me see. Hold up. Here we go. Before, yeah, before, yeah, before, and I that. thought that I would never have to go Man, back to anything like this again. But unfortunately, that. that's not the case after right that, now. After that, everything's supposed to change. Everything did change. Joe, 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 Joe. Now, Joe wanted the wanted the world to know that it was Joe Smith, so he had on his old Golden State Warriors T-shirt. Now, this was from the '95 draft. The terrible T-shirt to choose to be, you know, on camera talking about your wife having an OnlyFans page. And I have, I'm currently in the process of paying a couple dollars to see Joe Smith's wife because she's fine as fuck. I'm just, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, Joe Smith shouldn't have to deal with things like that. Poor Joe. All right. Uh, what else is going on? This is going to be all a lot of quick hits. James Harden was traded uh, to the fourth team in three years. James Harden, uh, basketball player. I'm sure you guys are familiar with James Harden. He's now with the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, James Harden, you're the problem. You're, you're the Lori Harvey of the of the NBA. James Harden is the Lori Harvey of the NBA and NBA teams. It's it's your fault. It's your fault, sir. It's your fault. This nigga, this nigga, James Harden is treating the NBA like a goddamn pickup game in the gym. He lose and then he go on the side of my like, yo. You can I get a run with y'all? This nigga just asking for next with whoever on the sideline. Like yo, my nigga, take take 
accountability sometimes. All right, okay, you know, he had a problem with Presti and he promised him this and promised him. No, my nigga, it looked like you just be bailing on a team when you lose. Nigga, that shit ain't, last year they had nothing to do with that. Nigga, you the problem. Now Los Angeles Clippers have four uh, guys who are California natives in Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and now James Harden, all representing California. Uh, well, they had a little bit of chemistry before James got there. Let's just say I'm sure James will fuck up that chemistry for sure. And these guys are, these guys are old. They're in their older, older stages of, of their careers. Um, Anthony Davis is trash. It has nothing to do with the Los Angeles Clippers. Just Anthony Davis is trash. And LeBron James should not be, uh, should not be, LeBron James should not be the lead, like still leading in all statistical categories on a team that has Anthony Davis, who is, uh, talent, talent wise, he's phenomenal. That thing that's that pumps the blood and behind your, you know, chest cavities and shit. Different story. Um, what else is going on here before I get out of here? Because this is going to be over. I said I was going to talk about the Diddy Love album, the Off the Grid. Uh, I, I just I, I uh, I employ. I think I use that right. Uh, employ you to. I don't think I use that right. Whatever. Go listen to the, the Love album by Diddy. If you like good '90s R&B, um, like that that total feel, that uh that case that Mary J. Blige feel, then you need to go ahead and put an ear to that Love album. Very good album. I want to go through uh songs and things, but I don't really have that much time. Uh, but as soon as you put on that Love album, dude, the one that that when people ask me to describe the Love album, I describe it at one the first my first time listening to it. It made me wish that I had a girlfriend. This shit made me wish I had a girlfriend that I can go out to a club with and we can dance all night long and drink merrily and have everybody in the club or the bar just looking at us like, look at that love. That's what that album, it made me want to dance. The love album makes me want to dance. Jesus Christ, I dance. And it's like you got to listen to it in a red room. I I done went went and got a red room. I done went to the red roof. Actually, to listen to the Love album because that, that that's the s- setting that it puts you in. Um, I haven't been to a club or a, a part or anything that played that. Only time I heard it out and about is at my comedy shows. Reality Check also will be returning back to Liberty Tavern December 9th, which is a Saturday. This is our first Saturday show, and it's also the last show of 2023. So you don't want to miss it. Of course, it's free. Uh, we are going to have the greatest lineup there is. We are going to have FDR and the company band, and we are going to have me, your host, and we're going to get it popping. Um, so, yeah, go listen to that. Uh, stick, speaking of, uh, sticking to music, I think this will be the last thing that I touch on. Uh, Northwest, Kanye West's and Kim Kardashian's daughter, reveals she wishes she could have met Tupac. What 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 is Tupac? Why what is up with these children and wanting to meet Tupac and Jada Pinkett's kids is writing letters to Tupac and Northwest wishes she could have met Tupac and is Tupac still alive? Like what the fuck? And what is Kanye doing? What Kanye Kanye? What are you doing? I don't know if this was before or after, but 
Northwest with uh, Kim Kardashian was just on the show, and I seen a clip. I don't watch the show. I uh, was talking about how Northwest was talking about Daddy's house is so cool. He don't have uh, maids and servants. He just living in a in an apartment, a one bedroom apartment. And Kim Kardashian was like, "Bitch, you stupid." Now she didn't call her daughter a bitch, but I'm sure she thought it. Like, bitch, do you, you see all this shit that we got in this house? You fucking crazy. Get your shit together, North. Before I send your ass south, you see how they lived. The hell is wrong with you? Uh, I think that's all I got to rant on today. This is a pretty good rant. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm pleased with that rant. Let me see. Let me play some music to get up out of here, and I'm going to uh, sign off. This was, this was good. I like this. Let me see. Take this back a little bit. I'm going to leave you how, how I came in. Okay. 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 We hit the end of the show. It's no more to talk about. I got everything on my list, and I got it out. I'm off beat, but I'ma catch it right back. Don't like this beat, and it's really kinda whack. I'm front and I'm really like it. It was sent to me or something. I am the J the kid. I used to be doing nothing. But I'm doing something. It's a new episode. Alright, let's stop. Alright. We come to the end of the show. Like I always say, do it big or don't do it at all. Why get hit by a car when you could get hit by a bus? And never trust a little button to frown. That girl is poison. It's the Jay Sutton show. I catch y'all next week. I promise you. Oh, subscribe to my YouTube page. Please like, comment, do something with the algorithm. Also, please, audio listeners, share. And also subscribe. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Amazon Music. I am Jay Sutton. Jay Sutton with the buttery voice. That should be on 105.3. Talking you to sleep and introing. Diamonds are forever by your mom. See y'all next week. I'm having fun. Peace out.